Um, <laughs> Fear and Loathing in Las Vegas. She does a lot of uh, Hallmark movies, like Christmas movies. Really? And those, yeah, yeah. I saw about seven of them. I'm like, oh. <laughs> I saw about seven. <laughs> I mean, I mean, I saw them like seven were playing. Yeah. It is not known if a visitor to Dimbola Lodge ever wore a mustache guard. This is your hairy face, Dr. Tar. <laughs> this is the Professor Feather. Wait a minute. This is the Professor Feather. Feather. <laughs> and he's Fe- sharp. And <laughs> he feather. This is the Midnight Gadfly. Check out my hillbilly patches. <laughs> Dr. Head with a new trimmed and slim face with my ever-growing merkin. <laughs> and this is the blue stash. <laughs> I believe that merkin is smirking. Sorry. <laughs> Merk hard for the money. And we are listening to... What? Have we gotten everything? I can't. I did a, I did a heavy metal horror at 11 o'clock today. I'm like, what, what show am I doing at 2 o'clock? Okay, so here we are. We. I want to know who picked this piece of shit so you can MC this whole fucking episode. I'll MC it, but we all... <laughs> can, can we all line up like the Brady Bunch and like put yes. it down to that box? <laughs> <laughs> no, no, we we were. It came up in the conversation of the history of horror, it and did. we all said, uh, "Sure, you know, why not?" No, none of us have seen this movie. Was let's watch it. Look, this is George Romero after all. Right, this is Dario Argento. That's we didn't listen to what we were saying. We're gonna call this the history of horror now. <laughs> we fa- we found out that this is exactly a George Romero and Dario Argento, <laughs> and. We were mortified. Yeah. Well, this movie is called Two Evil Eyes. Um, which I did like it come to call out the reminder. No. And I'm gonna give my opinion right off the bat and then I'm gonna turn it over to the rest of the fellas. <laughs> this was a very, very, very mediocre movie. <laughs> We'd like to call it. I'll give you that. I'll give you that feather. (laughs) I'll give you my short opinion. I hope that dude got paid extra to kiss Adrian Barbeau. (laughs) Punchline! You got to touch your tits! Punchline! Oh, wait, punchline! What? Oh, shit! Punch, punch, punch! Punch, punch, punch! Punch, punch, punch! Oh, yeah! Punchline, Dr. Hit! Mediocre movies! Punchline! Blue Fist! Oh, they're coming to get you, Adrian. 
<laughs> Punchline, Dr. Tar. Walking Corpus that stink? Same as this movie. Punchline, get by. I'm not kissing Adrian Barbeau. Punchline, Professor Fither. <laughs> the truth about masturbation. That, that, was, that was his Harvey Keitel. <laughs> no, suck who, who, this is the second the second feature features Harvey Keitel. <laughs> it's, it's phone in Harvey time. Oh, yeah. uh, these it's a two At least the cat, the, the cat was good. <laughs> the cat was good. Two stories based on Poe, the black cat, and what was the other story? Facts in the, the case of M. Baldemar. M. M. Baldemar, yeah. I can never remember. Yeah. Two of my yeah. favorite stories by Poe. They're by good the way. stories, but they were modernized. They brought up to date, put into they the were modern destroyed. day. And, and there again, you know, I, yeah. So th there you have it. That's the basic premise. Dario Argento does directs one, and uh, George Romero directs one. Um, and they're just just plain boring. Yeah. The, the first one reminded me of a cross between something I would have seen like Creepshow. in Creepshow. Yeah. had that very yeah. feel like a Creepshow. Yeah. But yeah. it was too long to yes. have been yeah. a Creepshow. So it was, it like, was like like an hour-long episode of the Night Gallery or something. It was with, like without right. the really, creepiness. really bad. I told these guys, really bad uh, Tales from the Dark Side episodes. Yeah. 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 Oh, yeah. so well, boring. Yeah. Well, did you know it's that the boring. original premise, the original premise was to have four stories. Yes. Four directors. Yeah. Four right, directors. Right. And King didn't want to do the director because he just finished that pile of shit, Maximum Overdrive. <laughs> and there was someone else who they brought in who didn't want to do it. They he wanted was busy to do uh, they wanted to Carpenter. Use, uh, Carpenter. Yeah. yeah. So now imagine cutting these movies in half the time in half to compress them i think you could have had a much more successful yeah something so dragging it out it, for, for uh, 50 uh, minutes yeah no it i might agree. have been more successful with the, with the I, short I disagree approach. i disagree i think they but were so two boring directors, and yeah. so they were so bland bland yeah, yeah and cliche i mean not even exactly you know, nothing nothing in either one of these both these directors you know, are noted for like some visual elements and there was nothing if you watched what yeah. was in the yeah, background yeah. all they did was like film around the square this whole <laughs> and they didn't leave this location the house looked just... like it was something from a 1970s it was an episode right, yes. of Colombo. did you look <laughs> yeah, in the background <laughs> did you look in the background just one of our corpse ma'am uh, 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 let me see so you'll yeah, see the body uh, now you tell me about the freezer Right, but there was just nothing. Inter Savini's effects looked good when you saw him. Yeah, that was that was pretty good. The the, yeah. the corpse when it finally came up, and his little cameo. Yeah, that was cool. Yeah, but, uh, he does make good just, cameos. That's about it. Yeah. <laughs> I, I yeah. I'd like to throw in here that for me, uh, these styles of uh, horror anthology movies, Creep Show, the first one, is still the the high bar for me because they embraced that EC horror aesthetic, you know, you might say, oh, I liked it because of that. Yeah. Just well, or tales from the hood. Well, <laughs> yeah, but, no, but I mean, they, 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 they sort of embraced that and they went with it. And that's the one thing that I'm, I noticed in this is that it, first of all, you have Adrian Barbeau in there. So I'm immediately first thing that goes to mind is creep show. So, but I'm, and 
you could feel like they kind of want to, but then they just don't do it. And like you said, it, it the, it's in the sets that look like something from a 70s TV show or a TV movie. And Tales from the Dark Side. Right, there's just nothing that sells this. I'm like, hell, I would even have it rather, took a page from some of the early Roger Corman uh, horror anthologies. I mean, at least there was color, there was mood, there was music. A visual and, and, interest. At right, least. it's just, there's nothing here. And I, I I get them trying to maybe want to modernize the story, but right, they, it was done poorly in both cases. If anything, the Valdemar one was maybe more successful. A little, of, maybe. I, 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 not, I, yes, yeah, I would say marginally. Yeah, marginally. Uh, and, and honestly. But you see that? it coming. I mean, <sighs> you know, and I, and I, I would have, I would have enjoyed more of them. Like once the guy's in the freezer, and you know he's a he's a TV dinner, and he starts talking about how he can't <laughs> can't Swanson. die, and what's on the other side. That I would have I would have liked to have seen that obsession turn into like trying to find out more about the other yeah. side. Yeah. That would have kind of turned it more Lovecraftian to me. Yeah, yeah. in a way, you know the the whole pineal gland and exploring the yeah, you know, yeah. other realms. That Getting was like, just the banal. wasn't that uh, bad right. and having idea? and having and maybe having those like other spirits like coming through him, like showing up, manifesting themselves in new ways or something. That would have been that would have been, yeah. been cool. Would have been kind of creepy. Um, but not you was, brought that not you brought up like all the other spirits that see where, where he's like laying in bed and they're and all the like wearing like these leotards like <laughs> like like faceless like like aliens like Thank you. Oh, I'm like wait a minute green suits on. <laughs> like what is this like my favorite Martian like Jesus Christ <laughs> tonight the blue I man saw that presents oh, <laughs> that was bad that's why that they didn't so show bad. them they were like in these like shadowy flick I get it that they were supposed to be all creepy and in the shadows <laughs> stuff but uh well, they didn't show them because they were embarrassed. How should you? <laughs> look, sorry, all we did, we could, Ted well, in the look, back had a bow. Guys, sorry. the costumes didn't come in. So we got you a bunch of gray leotards. We're going to put a stocking over your mask. Just, it's pantyhose. Just going to cut them in half. Put pantyhose <laughs> over your head. We're just going to shine a strobe light, and you're going to be damned. Don't worry. And you guys nice make effect. sure no one's aroused. Yeah, we're going to take care of this in post. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Here we go. Hey, I mean, you, you in the back. Yeah, Cold you thoughts. stop touching Adrian Barbeau's boob. I know you're supposed to be making out with her, but I don't think she wants you to touch her boob. Stop, stop, stop with the boob touching. That was the that was. Stop thinking her. about it. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> anyway, and yeah. that took the ear out. Yeah, and and I, I, I'm still, but I, I'm I'm like still kind of confused. Why Harvey Keitel? Why was he in this? He didn't really add. And and Martin Balsam. There's all these people that show up, and I'm like, oh my god, it's like this sort of weird bouquet of actors thrown together and it they just he surprised yeah there again it you know because it was just such a mediocre everything about it was so mediocre that you know like nothing nothing there's not even you know even the special effects is okay but it just just doesn't really add you know and there again i it's it's a it's a it's a case of two directors that are semi-good uh, to begin with, I don't care. You know, I, I'm not a big George Romero fan. I, I don't like a lot of his movies. Um, and Dario Argento, I'm not a big Dario oh. Argento fan. The thing that I like about Dario Argento and we are and Romero, and I will bring this up. There are some movies I like by him. Is the visuals, and that's I think you know we Tar brought that up. That's missing from this yeah. to a large degree. 
if you watch Argento's movies, whether you like them or not, some of the cinematography is pretty good. Inferno. And he has, oh, he it's has amazing. A, yeah, he has and, he has a really good eye for 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 and that. Color and, and color and color. Right, color. I mean, and light. he was. I was waiting for this was, wash of color. He was, was big they, into that. Yeah. Yeah. And, and but they, that was all part of the atmosphere that they he would did set it up. a little bit in a the little bit. Like yes. when he's, I think he's yes. descending a stair or something. Yeah. I saw a little yeah. bit of light. Like, oh, here it comes because that's what I think was visually was appealing about Inferno. Not a good movie, yeah. But the look of it, it's really kind of it's kind mm -hmm. of awesome. It's kind of dreamy and, and some nice and some nice camera angles. Yeah, and, exactly. You know, camera and, positioning. Right. You know, yeah, yeah. Exactly. And that I get pissed at Romero's. Here. Romero's. All that was is almost a retelling of. Uh, the creep show episode of uh the uncle something oh your, your father's you know day I mean? yeah father's, father's, day. Day. <laughs> father's day literally yes. that's almost yeah. a so remake that's true yeah and it's just thanks and yeah and I can't say <laughs> but that. anyway, so I as say, you can see, like... we really like this movie. <laughs> <laughs> hey, look, I watched it at 1.75 speed, so I was blasting through it. Well, but, you uh... know, you might like it if you hadn't, like us, seen like literally everything. So it's just well, like. I... I think our disappointment, I mean, we would have probably not liked it no matter who I take directed it, but because <laughs> we have these, you know, George Romero and Dario Argento come fully laden with expectation. Right. Because right. of Romero's great. Night of Living Dead, right? Even Superior Dawn of the Dead for yes. me, anyway. Yes, but I discovered um, with Romero earlier. Yeah, and I, I like Night Riders. I like what he did with that. I like I like a lot of his movies, but but it's like this this thing was so uh, just bad, pedestrian and boring. And ah, there you go, pedestrian, pedestrian. Yes, you know. And Argento was just flat because he wasn't like doing any of the visuals that make him. The, the visual director no, that, that we've grown to know that will there's no right. mystery for. it was like harvey Keitel and i was I, seriously i was fucking worried about the cat like how the fuck this cat's under stress i don't care what they said at the very end that's one thing yeah. i did not like about it like this cat's under fucking duress and i, I was just kind of turned yeah. off i, I was like I no, I, that. that that pissed harvey me off harvey Keitel killed no cats you know in the production well, no movie. yeah but but still this cat <laughs> they said it suffered no harm like none of this i saw that cat's face that cat was i want to hear the harvey Keitel state I even like did some research. Like, okay, was this cat really harmed? Because Jesus Christ, that yeah. that would have really pissed me off. Yeah, and I, it's just like, no, I, I don't like putting any animals in any kind of harm way. Like, look, if this is going to ruin your fucking movie, then don't do the fucking movie. Yeah. You well, know? you know, I <laughs> what they were trying to achieve, but what made me crack up? They would show those scenes, you know, of the cat looking like it's under distress, but then all of a sudden they would kit cut to the cat just sitting there. This yeah, you know, his tail, his tail wagging, and you know, like when he was trying to take those pictures. I have no, I don't know of any cat that would just sit there and let you do that. Uh, <laughs> I'm kind of rebuttal to the situation, uh, <laughs> unless it's a trained cat. Yes. All right. <laughs> I get a whole sardine this time. <laughs> That's right. Yeah, it was just kind of weird, and like he just like just because you know the cat came in there and bothered him stepped on a, one of his prints it's like there was just no rationalization for his treatment of this cat it just seemed out of out of nowhere this abuse i thought they were going to go with like a possession but they didn't even that, push that what, very much well i think that's, they kind of did what that I felt, toward Dr. the Head, end yeah. right go ahead it would, I, no I, I was just agreeing with you you know that there's no motivation for for it yeah and and even i mean and because i can you know i i watched some pretty creeped out movies 
but most generally there's some kind of a motivation but that movie just had no motivation period or that story you know segment i should say you know because it's it's just boring. i guess a movie into itself short movie yeah just boring that's you know bottom line yeah. both of them the whole movie just, just very boring. very boring yeah yeah and i think we've established that. <laughs> if not it is boring how can i put this any to show boring? you how boring it is we're going to talk about this movie for another half an hour yes because it's boring. so boring that and then yeah, we feel boring. what we have felt the pain the pain how we... <laughs> that was a short episode that's 15 minutes <laughs> yeah well, that's good for this movie so <laughs> So, uh, what you been watching? Professor Feather's favorite favorite oh segment. God. What you been watching? <laughs> well, see, I'm I'm for it now because I've probably been watching a lot of shit. So, you know, yeah, <laughs> I can talk all day about the stuff I've been watching. <laughs> all right, Professor Feather, what what have you been watching? Oh, the Fringe. I'm rewatching the Fringe again. Awesome. Um, I just started watching Reacher, the new Prime. Um, I'm about, I think I'm on going into episode five, I think. Um, pretty good, right? Uh, yeah, pretty interesting. I'm, I'm the jury's out on the guy for me. What's he, who is he? He who was is the guy. Well, he played, uh, is he Hawk? He was Do- Hawk and Dove, Hawk and Dove on Tight mm. Teen Titans. Um, yeah, I didn't and then, see yeah. that. Well, yeah, he's, uh, I thought he's pretty good. Um, He's okay. I think he walks funny. He does but... walk funny. Okay, that's yeah. I was looking at that. I watched the whole. I've already yeah. seen the whole thing. Yeah. I, I had insomnia I mean, last yeah. night. I had insomnia. I woke up at one. I've been up since one o'clock this morning, and so I just literally put that on and watched the entire eight episodes. Um, but I thought the same. Even at the very last scene, I'm watching. I'm like, Wait, that dude walks funny. <laughs> <laughs> but it's pretty good. He's he's not I bad. Like him. Yeah, I like him because and he's got this like. Uh, he's not a great actor, at least not in this, because he's acting this character that the guy's really a psychopath. He is, yeah. but for for he's he's like the Punisher, you know. Mm-hmm. That's what he. That's what that's what Jack Reacher really is in yeah. this in this series. If you're familiar with Jack Reacher, this is a little the little departure in a way. But he's a very precise. Everything has to be done. He he. Everything is very precise in what he does and yeah, well, how he does it. That's his whole thing. And, details are important. Details and yeah. yeah. He's like but, the details he are important. Doesn't fuck around. Yeah. That's the whole point to the character. If you were have you watched the other Reacher movies with what Tom Cruise? Only one, yeah. There's only yeah, one. Those yeah. are pretty good and and but that shows Reacher. Reach, uh, Jack Reacher is one of the most popular fictional characters ever. Uh it mon- monetarily, you know, sold just fucking, you know, shit tons of books and it's just an extremely popular character but he it's it's not bad it's got some good action and usually the action is filmed well you know it's not it's not jumbled it's not a jumbled mess um got some interesting characters but i don't know it's yeah it's okay it's okay um a, a, a relatively interesting story um but yeah been watching that been watching uh the third season of Tacoma FD just came on to I love that uh, show. Max HBO Max. So I'm I'm watching that. I'm about three or four episodes into that. Um, so yeah, um, I, I could talk about a couple of movies, but I'll, I'll just briefly mention it. Nobody talk about them. 
Uh, I recently watched uh, Nightmare Alley, uh, the remake, the Del Toro remake. And then I went back and watched the original from 1947, um, which I would like to see us to do a, an episode on, actually. We could figure that out because they are both worthy. Um, we could do a nice episode um, and because they're both so different movies. Uh, and I like great. the original. I, I nightmare. Oh, the, really the original is great. But I'll tell you what, man. Yeah, let's okay. we'll talk about we'll talk sure. about it anyway. So, so there, oh, there you, you go. Like That's the, what I've been watching. That's some of the like things the I've been watching. No, yeah, we're not talking about the remake right now. Um, well, I yeah. am. <laughs> we'll make that a whole episode. Yeah, we're good. Just going to do that as an episode. Um, but that's it. That's it for me. I mean, I've watched some other stuff, but that's good for me. There you go, Dr. Head. <laughs> All right. Hey, thanks there, <laughs> Professor Feather. Well, what up to uh, Midnight Gaff Live? Is that about 22 minutes now? Yes, we're at 20 minutes and 28 seconds. Oh, God, it feels like 22. <laughs> <laughs> Just yet? like two evil eyes. <laughs> oh, man. Oh, uh, well, how about you, Blue Fez? What have you been watching? I don't want to bring it up again. We ran through that once before, didn't right. we? I, I will say the name, and then we can... Uh, okay, so I watched The Eternals last night, but we may have a great unplugged, Unsane Radio unplugged episode where you can listen to us bitch about this movie in great detail. <laughs> we did, that was last week. That was last gave week. You, gave you yeah. an internal bowel movement. <laughs> That's right. <laughs> that was either last week or next week. Right, if you <laughs> listen to it, yeah, listen to it. Jump so, back or, or, and forth in yeah. time like the Eternals. Go back does. and listen to it it's or wait for it to come out. It's last week or next week, but yeah, it's fantastic. Exactly. So, there, so there's that. Um, and now that Ghostbusters Afterlife is on DVD, I've been watching the shit out of that. because. Oh, I got to see that. I haven't seen it. Well, because I it. There's, I, I'm only mildly obsessed with the film concept. So. Yeah, um, finally, <laughs> you finally got your toy, no, I'm your sure, figure, no, after 10 I, years of searching. That, like, you're seeing searching, right. Ghostbusters and this, like I saw Godzilla, like Shin Godzilla. You know what I mean? It's that kind of a, did you right. like the reinvention of it? Well, did so you like it? what you must... I thought this movie did, th so if you think about that whole, we're going to pick up thematic notes from the first movie and kind of, I don't want to say reimagine it, but kind of modernize it or kind of get it to in a, right. in a format for today's audiences much like they tried with Star Wars The Force Awakens, I thought Ghostbusters Afterlife did a much better job taking those notes and putting them in Make a Make it a little of, more... Right, more accessible, relatable. modern. Yeah. Right, where you could sit there and go, yeah, I can kind of see this history repeating itself sort of thing. But but they had to tackle the big issue of Harold Ramis being you know gone. So they had to work around that. And I thought they did it in a rather ingenious way. And it didn't feel forced or... Like they were pandering uh, to the audience, like a no, and I don't want it to be exactly the same either. To no. me, I mean, you can't do that to begin with, right? And, and I the get fact, them, I mean, the yeah. fact that did you did you like it? Oh, I did. I loved it. I and I also give them props for switching the locale from New York City to this small town in Oklahoma. Yeah, which I like, kind of like that. I, that kind of intrigues me too. Oh, spoiler alert! Oh, oh, oh come on. <laughs> That's come on. You see this. You see. Oh, good. You're you good. Know. You're good. You're fine. Yeah, you're good. <laughs> but but still. But I'm not going to give you the hows and why they're in Oklahoma. It is. It is a no is GPS a, on this bitch. Yeah, there is a there is a reason for that. Ghost and it, positioning and system. It is a it is a oh, deep cut from the first movie. <laughs> but it also goes back to there's a there's a 
Part of this takes place on a farm, and I don't care what anybody says, farms are inherently creepy, especially at night with the corn and everything. Malachi! <laughs> exactly. Stephen King wrote a book about it, you know? It's like, come on. But no, I... Uh, Children I, of the maze. It's all that mooing. <laughs> all that mooing that's going on. That's the ethnic version, Children yes. of the Maze. Booing and booing, yeah. yeah. So yeah, no, I enjoyed it. So that Corn and uh, goodness. Sorry. And enjoying Peacemaker on HBO Max, which is just yes. great. Oh, there we so go. good, Peacemaker. Go. Yeah, that's another one. Professor Feather will interject that he's been watching. Yeah, and, good and enjoying tremendously. And now he's now he's so awesome. Yeah, <laughs> and now Professor Feather is podcasting in the third person, <laughs> which is even fun because that's what happens at the asylum. <laughs> What can I say? It seems perfectly take... natural to Professor yes. Feather. Uh, and... <laughs> <laughs> I told you about podcasting with yourself. <laughs> I've podcasted way too much. I'm tired. <laughs> need a smoke. I need some Tide podcasting. <laughs> what the swirl? <laughs> 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 That's what Tide Podcasting does for you. It gives yeah. you the swirl. Is that the what swirlies, they call it? Yes. That's what they call it, yeah. I just like to roll that around in my mouth, on my tongue a little bit. Oh. Put a little piece between your cheek and gums. That's let, right. me, let, let me juggle it with my tongue. <laughs> ah, taste the swirl. Midnight Gadfly, what have you been watching? <laughs> Oh, I've been watching you fools podcast for the last <laughs> two hours, which is highly entertaining. Yeah. Yeah. It was at first. Yeah. <laughs> that mother scratcher was on the highway. <laughs> um, yeah, I've been watching. I watched Zombieland Double Tapped, uh, the second ep- movie to Zombieland. Movie, yeah. yeah. Huh? I liked both of them. I, I thought I even thought the second. Okay, here's what I liked about the second one They're was fun. okay the 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 woman who played the dipshit. She's the blonde idiot. You think she gets turned into a zombie? She literally just got conked in the head and passes out and then comes back. The, whoever that actress is or actor, whatever you want to refer, she is brilliant in that film. You if you watch it for no other reason, pay attention to the to the the girl that gets trapped in the mall that they pick up. <laughs> Uh, and her, yeah, her acting is just, it's a, it's such a cliche type of character that when somebody does that with it, you're like, that's some good stuff right there. You know? and, I and think I, that's, you know, I'm not a big zombie fan, but that those movies, those two movies are kind of fun. I, I they're fun. That well, first one was I mean, great. Kind of, that's well, like Evil Dead. It's well, like that Evil uh, Dead humor. Yeah. You know what I mean? And that. Well, it's Bill Murray a cameo ever. Yeah. Yes. Oh, no, that was great. Oh, my, that was funny. Well, and, okay, so the second one is great because they're like, oh, did you pull a Bill Murray? You know, they, that, that becomes a thing that everybody knows about already, you know? Um, and then, okay, they meet their, their alternate reality uh, doppelgangers in the film. So there's this whole other gang that shows up at Graceland, all right? So they're at Graceland and, you know. Um, but they like also then live. The well, but they're also at, at the White House, so they live. They're in the whole thing. This is, I think, this is a much underrated movie. That second one. No, oh, no, it's yeah, it's it, it, out. it really it's is. Fun. Yeah, the it, it, the first one I really liked, uh, but I think the second one they really like. Fun movies. Yeah, yeah I, the second I, one they found their they found their groove, and it just, and I'm telling you that that performance by that actress, 
you gotta, it's gotta be seen. <laughs> it's gotta be witnessed. Um, yeah, but that's, I mean, I watched, I watched the whole series of Jack Reacher. Did you like, uh, what is that called? Uh, what's that movie? Love and Monsters? I don't think I've seen it. Has anybody seen that one? No. It's like something's happened and all these mutated giant monsters are around, but this guy decides <laughs> the worst guy that survived, they, uh, the whole group, the clan or whoever that live in this underground shelter, he's like the inept guy that they all kind of protect. <laughs> he decides he's contact, he wants to contact his girlfriend again after like 15 years. Anyway, all these giant monsters are outside. No one's seen this? No. Love and Monsters. Monsters. Uh, what else can I say about it? Uh, it? It's not bad. It's fun. You know, it's done well. Uh, humorous. Him and a dog team up and they go look for his girlfriend. <laughs> giant frog, giant centipede, giant, all that stuff. Is that the right title? Love and Monsters? Or... Yep. yep. Love and Monsters. Where, where do you find that? In the garbage. <laughs> yeah, pretty much. Yeah. <laughs> I haven't seen it. I, I, I was just joking. No, it was. It, it's a, it's a fun movie. I thought it was. Isn't it on Prime? Something yeah. like that. Yeah. It, yeah. It says it is. It says premium subscription. So I don't. You know, For Prime, if you have Prime. Oh, uh, Paramount Plus. Oh, it's Paramount Plus. Oh, there, there. Yeah, I can't see that. But anyway. Yeah, the only oh, other thing that I watched was uh, the two Venom movies, which I thought were great. Yeah. I'm, okay. Okay. Not great. I just really had fun what? with them. You know. What movies? Venom. You like Venom. Venom. They're fun. Well, Venom. 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 Yes. Yeah. Venom one and then Venom Carnage or whatever that you know just came yeah. out recently. Right. Um, and I actually like the second one better, um, just because it had uh, the, the, the they developed the dialogue between Venom and Eddie Brock and Eddie Brock His host. Yeah, and Eddie Brock is a complete fucking douchebag idiot. You know, pretty much. Who gets redeemed by a psychopathic uh, alien? You know, like when they come, <laughs> like, it's, like, yeah. But that's what I said this is what's great about it. It's you know, well, they're following the comics a lot better than they did the uh, previous incarnation of Venom. Yeah, I don't know. Oh, well, and you know who Carnage? Who plays Carnage? Woody Harrelson. Come on, oh. <laughs> the Absorbing Man. No, no, that's not Woody Harrelson. Oh, wasn't he? Tom Hanks? <laughs> who was in the Spider-Man one? Who was the Absorbing Man? There was no the Absorbing Man. Yeah, there was. There's, you there's mean Sandman? Sandman? There was Sandman. Sandman. Well, I, I was, the, guy <laughs> the guy from Wings. The guy from Wings? He's got three names. Yeah. Yeah. Thomas Hayden Church. That's it. Okay. Yeah. My he's bad. great. He's in that. He's also in that wine movie. Come on. <laughs> <laughs> Sideways. Yeah, that's right. Sideways. Is that is Paul Giamatti in that? Yeah, Paul yeah, Giamatti. Paul it's, Giamatti. It's, a, it's a great. That's a great I, movie. Yeah, I love that. Really, I wanted to see. I wanted to like that movie, and I ended up going, uh, yeah, no. Paul Giamatti not, has not, the right not, not wanting it. Yeah, that's a shitty rhino. Like, oh come on, you gotta get that. Get rid of that fucking rhino costume. <laughs> oh, that's right. I forgot he was rhino. Oh, yeah. <laughs> I'm wearing. I'm wearing a mecha suit. Yeah, you know, it's like, oh no! Erector set, Giamatti, transform! It's <laughs> horrible. The guy who plays Jack Reacher could play a great Rhino. 
That's probably true. Look, just get the guy bulked up, put him in a, a, a gray, tight-fitting suit with a rhino <laughs> horn on his head, and have him look for gold, just like in the 66 Spider-Man cartoon. That's what I want to see. More oh. gold, Spider-Man, and make a gold statue of himself. That's what I want to see in a movie. <laughs> if I was a fucking movie producer, I would say, there's Spider-Man 4, <laughs> fucking rhino making a gold statue of himself. Do it! <laughs> And put it in uh, on Wall Street. Make it happen. Put it in that fucking bowl and put a rhino there. That's put a rhino cool. there. Yeah, doctor, doctor, right. doctor Head, you are a I producer. I want that statue to have some balls on it, too. Doctor Head is a producer. Why That's true. You get you get on that shit, man. I'm going to. I, you know, like, the, like the guy who tried to put that giant spider in the Superman movie, who ended up putting it in the Wild Wild West. Oh, yes! John fucking, Peters. Yeah, what? <laughs> John knows. Oh, I'm sorry. What a, Blue Fez knows it. Idiot. I'm like, he's got to have Spider-Man or Superman fighting. He's got to fight the polar bear. Like, why? He's a fucking polar bear. What are you talking about, you dumb fuck? And, and, uh, don't, 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 <laughs> don't forget, we, we're going to give Superman a suit that shows how his powers work. <laughs> Let that sink in a little bit for you. There you go. That's John Peters. It's all oh, down is this here. the Nick Cage one? It's all down yeah. here. <laughs> yes. Seriously, is this a Nick Cage movie? Yes. I, yeah. 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 Right. Right. Yeah. Well, you know, he just well, looks like Sunny. He, he's like a plant when you think about it. Superman's just a really like, a big plant, a more powerful plant. Ooh. He absorbs the sunlight, channels it. That's all. That's what it is. Much, much, much like the original thing. <laughs> thing from yeah. the and world. He, and he shoots his pollen all over everyone. So. <laughs> right. The pollinator. Wait, Dr. Head, what have you been watching? I've been watching the pollinator. <laughs> um, <laughs> <laughs> I, uh, I've been working my way back through the uh, Thin Man series. William oh, Powell nice. and Myrna William Powell. Love oh, those. Nice. I love and those Asta. movies. Asta. Asta, yes. right. Um, and I, I I first came across those movies when I was like 16 years old, and yeah. I fell in love with Myrna Loy from the get-go. And I think it's she her character. She is so hot. I Nora Charles, <laughs> she's gorgeous. I mean, she's just, my God. Like, yeah. my but the character. Still- but the character Nora Charles is what sells me. She's yeah. just spunky. Yes. Yeah. She's a perfect fit for Nick Charles. Yep. They are a great couple. They're like idyllic. Like Morticia and Gomez Adams are idyllic and perfect yeah. for one another. These yeah. two. Exactly. And it's that's who I fell in love with. It was Nora Charles. And she's they just They did really have a chemistry. Oh, yeah. They were great friends. And that's when you know that. They were great friends in real life. Um, that even makes it better. So I've been working through that. And then I. It's pretty been, good writing, too. Oh, it's brilliant yes. writing. It's yes. so funny. Yes. And, yes. and and some double entendres and some some mm-hmm. uh, innuendo that kind of like I'm surprised. Yeah. Got, well, they'll see some of these were pre code movies, though. Well, so, and they but got. Even afterwards, they got. But they got some heat from it. If you watch the progression of the movies, yes. They, he's trying to quit drinking. Oh, you know, okay. later Which on, is even, you know, think, it think makes about it, it kind of funny. I mean, it's well, it like makes it funny he... because he doesn't quit drinking. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Yeah, teaching teaching his kid how to, uh, how to play the horses. Yeah, they're you know, great. To... Yeah, they're <laughs> great. Yeah. Yeah. Taking the dogs. Yeah. So those are yeah. always entertaining. Um, and I've been watching American Horror Story, the, uh, the double feature. Um, I don't know if any of you have watched the uh, most recent incarnation. I started to watch it, but. I haven't oh. seen it yet. No. Yeah, it's fun. It, it's just really, really fun. And aliens and demons or something? No, no. Mm-mm. Oh, no, not this one. You know, I think American Horror Stories one. Catch I, up, Doctor Tar. Yeah, yeah. Where the? What are you <laughs> watching, Doctor Tar? <laughs> I think no. This one. This one is about a um, like a like a on the East Coast, a, a community of where people go. Uh, there's a frustrated writer, and um, 
this is something happens to him that it allows him to start writing in a way that he had never written before. And then you find out there are communities of artists who are coming to this little place every winter and uh, they get their inspiration here. Let's just say that. And, and I, having I an art orgy. And I, I won't, I'll <laughs> leave it at that because I think that's part of the fun with it. But, you know, American Horror Story has been up and down. They, they Like Roanoke was just a fucking shit show. But I've I liked 1984. I thought that was great fun. That was tremendous. And this one's really fun as well. And and uh, you know a good cast. But so I've been watching that. And then a um, on Netflix, I've uh, been watching um, a show called Hellbound, a Korean like drama horror oh, drama. Yeah. Is that the um, one with the big ape things appear or whatever? The the demons, right? The demons yeah. come and, and tell people you're gonna be you're gonna die in a certain date and go to hell. And then they show up and then they you know drag people beat a bump. Are they are they ape things, Doctor Head? No, they they look like they're giant demons. They look they, some kind of like dog looking thing monster. Okay, but not thing ape, not they're, not, they're not apes. They're not ape things. No, no. They're like some kind of demon that looked like, very like some other like some monsters. other writer wrote about the ape things. Who is that right. guy? Uh uh Mark something. God, no ape things. I don't know what the fucking loser. I don't know. Ape um, thing. He wrote. He wrote something about some ape things in one of his movies. What? Or one of his one of his books. I'm sorry. What was that? Yeah, I don't know. Like um, someone who probably doesn't have around. any imagination or writing chops. That's for sure. Um, yeah. So I've been I've been uh, watching those and um, and then working my way through back through Mash again on oh. Hulu. Just oh really? You know, yeah. <laughs> so, <laughs> yeah, I mean, it's a, it's it's fun to see these episodes again because they remind me of my childhood. It was like one of the few shows as a family we used to watch. You know, it was back when families watched. We had the one TV. We all watched TV together, right? And that was like our Sunday night. So it's kind of neat after all these years, seeing seeing these episodes again. I tried um, doing that with some movies. So it's like, eh, nah, I can't. <laughs> with all the shit you watch, it's true. You know, maybe fifteen minutes of each. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> So that's that's what I've been watching there, Professor Feather. But thank you. Yeah, I think that catches us up. We've all been watching stuff. We've all been watching stuff. That's just hey, yeah. Bottom line, we're kind of <laughs> like the George Romero and Dario Argento of the podcast. Of why? Right? Yeah, right. <laughs> that's right. Yes, yeah, so too many podcasts. That's what we're going to bring it us. back around. Come on, man. That was good. Yeah, hey, come on, come on, come on. Almost seamless. <laughs> yeah, almost and almost look, seamless. Jack Kirby. <laughs> and we're almost at 17 minutes. <laughs> almost. Wait a minute. We're going backwards, aren't we? <laughs> hey, Mark. Yeah. yeah, Dr. Head is here. That's right. Time slip. Well, there you have it. Are we done? Yes. God. Yeah, I got nothing more to watch say. Take a dump. Say if a visitor to Dimbola Lodge ever wore a mustache guard. Is this Eyes Without a Face? <laughs> it reminds you of that crazy Calliope music. I like that music. <laughs> Resident. <laughs> this is Professor Feather's uh, theme song. In these days, when an unshaved lip is the rule, except among clergymen, it's hardly necessary to dwell upon the advantages or disadvantages of the moustache. Suffice it to say that, in our changeable climate, physicians are agreed that it conduces to health, and the inconvenience it offers to the information of the various fluids with which the human animal regales himself 
has not been found sufficient to destroy the favour with which this popular pursuit appendage is regarded. In fact, it may be questioned whether it is not looked on with feelings of envy by certain strong-minded individuals of the sex whose faces nature has denied the manly attribute of beard. The man who has invented a means whereby those bearded like the pard may sip their wines, mix drinks, and the milder beverages which cheer but not inebriate may just to be ranked in the... So where can you find us? <laughs> that felt like to evil eyes. I want to know what about the wigs. <laughs> Don't tell us just about the mustaches. It's a lip speaking, wig. Speaking of mustaches, you can reach Unsane Radio at unsaneradio at gmail.com. Flood us, baby. <laughs> Ew. <laughs> you can find Tyron Feather where? Oh, uh, uh, in the ether, in the netherworld, in the netherlands. We're in the netherlands uh, all the time. The nether regions. Down there. Tarnfeather.com and uh, Psycho Cinema on the Facebook. (laughs) (laughs) Well, kids these days and their Facebook. Oh, oh, yeah. Yeah. Get off my lawn. Get off my lawn. <laughs> Speaking of Facebook, you can find Heavy Metal Horror Podcast horror. on Facebook. Horror. Yes, and Heavy Metal Horror Podcast on YouTube. And what else is out there? Yes, a brand new podcast, kiddies. But a brand new podcast. Between the lines, another entry and the Unsane Radio Podcast Universe, the one podcast to rule them all. Between the lines. Writers talking about writing and reading and all kinds of other things hosted by your favorite sexy voice, Mark Justice. That's right, kids. Yeah. You know it. Yeah. The creator and... of the of the monkey man. That's right. And Doctor had just outed himself. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I've been out for a long time. <laughs> but he tucked it back in. But... That's right. <laughs> <laughs> Always been, been an Audi. <laughs> really glad I left the kids at home this time. Yeah, <laughs> speaking and of kids, I'm glad I don't have any. Right. Speaking of kids, check out We Freaks on Facebook. W e f r e k z, a weekly web comic that drops on Wednesdays. Uh, speaking of the kids, uh, uh, where's my sock, children? What? <laughs> okay, <laughs> cut. You keep those. Goddamn things where they bring those out. That's your Christmas present for this year, kids. Everyone Midnight gets... Gadfly will be appearing at Kincraft <laughs> in Toledo sometime this next week. Yeah, because personal, I yeah. personal appearance. Yeah, be showing how to use hot glue guns. No, it's because I got wood. <laughs> <laughs> and hot glue guns, how to not get burned. Yeah, it's a splinter faction, but I I, I still condone everything it does. Ouch. I call it my wooden erector set. <laughs> wooden, wouldn't you? Hey, check out my Lincoln logs. <laughs> wooden you is where I went to learn how to make stuff with wood. You guys are so wooden things. Say that. Yeah. <laughs>
Script? What script? I've got a food and stuff. Ophelia Pomona and a beautiful vision. Junior. Was often good with cheers and unfortunate derision. The girls are sitting pensive and are playing with the flowers. Seth and Mrs. Cameron for hours upon hours. The mountain nymph, sweet liberty. The mountain nymph, sweet, sweet liberty. Christabel and Echo and Pre-Raphaelite study. The shots are out of focus and the images are muddy. We're not down on Freshwater Bay relaxing in a swimming. Photographing famous men and also fair women.